My name's Tomo and welcome to my race chinwag. For every single Formula One race this year, pre and post race, we'll be talking all about it live on YouTube. But this is the audio only version just for your nice, cute little ears. Give us a like, five star, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, wherever you're listening and let's crack on. Welcome to the stream, everyone. Belgian pre-race edition. And technically, because I did originally have this stream scheduled for 12 midday but i've moved it forward 45 minutes and then i'm so i'm actually 44 minutes early okay i think you'll find roll intro how are we doing everyone <laughs> hello ian best groby drew rick gerard techno ruben nolan rick amy dimmy alex dennis dan astronomical tyler theodore Halita, Egon, George, Charmander, Sam, New Jeans, Mitchell, E, Thundershade, Captain Nut Nut, Marius, Sugar Ray, Marcel, Infinite, Eve, Sam, Scenic, John, Pranav, Nolan, just me. Welcome everyone. Thank you all for coming. Thank you all for tuning in and joining us today. How is Minton? You know what, Daniel, you know what? I'm, I'm, well, I, I think he's asleep down there. Are you asleep down here, Minton? Yes, you are. Come on, then. Ah, let's get some early Minton exposure, okay? The sleeping sausage. Get it in early doors. Early doors. How are you, Minton? Are you sleepy boy? Are you sleepy hound? <laughs> Look at it. Where's the yawn? Oh, here's the yawn. The yawn's coming. There it is. <laughs> oh, you got stinky breath. I'm going to have to brush your teeth, mate. you got smelly breath. <laughs> good boy, aren't you? You're so good. Look at me. Like, listen to these scratches. Yes. You have the scratches, don't you, mate? Hey. But the only thing you love more than the scratches. Look at how tired he is. Uh, it's, it's literally like... 20 past 11. Are you some sort of teenager? Right. Back to bed. Good boy. Good boy. There you go. Lovely job, there. Right. Anyway. Anyway. Back to uh, back to the stream. Back to the Belgian Grand Prix. Pre-race chin, pre chinwag. Um, also. Also. Audio only. Is you won't get Minton though, so mm, you know you won't get Minton. You could still hear me scratch him, but you can't see him, so you know. But I know some of you just listen on YouTube anyway. I mean, I I do that a lot with like um, live streams or, or podcasts. I just kind of put it put it on my phone, leave it on the side, and do something else. Bottle water, exactly, Alex, exactly that. Um, is the Vitality. Well, the Vitality Sausage Dog is darker than Minton. Um, and I think it has a bit shorter legs. Minton is better than the Vitality Dog for sure, mate. Multitasking, exactly. Right. <coughs> oh, my God. <laughs> Need to get in the zone. I've been, I've been up quite a bit, but as soon as I've gone live, I've started to feel a bit like, oh, lethargic. I don't know. Come on. Wake up. 
Look alive, people. Look alive. Right, cool. Audio only. Don't forget Apple Podcasts, Spotify, all that good stuff. Also, live show. Not far away now. It will be a week tomorrow. Um, so next Friday, the Aldas and Tama live show. Live in London. If you're coming, looking forward to seeing you there. If you're not coming, have a look. See if you can get a ticket, right? Tickets are still available. I've pinned it in the live chat. It's also in the description of this live stream. Matt and Tom are coming. Katie's coming. Dan and Blake are coming. Lovely jubbly. 18 plus because there's a bar, alcohol, all that, right? It's a good evening. Um, but there you go. Guests, me and Aldas. Bosh. Lovely jubbly. Right, okay, cool, cool, cool. Belgian Grand Prix, round 13, the final race before the summer break. Usually this is the first one kind of after, isn't it? So, um, see, so it's a little bit of a change into like hunger is typically the last one before the summer break but yes belgium spa francochamps a track a very famous track that there's been a lot of um question marks around uh, around its uh its future and obviously the tragic death of delano Vantoff. um that was during the Austrian Grand Prix weekend, wasn't it? Um, has put highlights and eyeballs once again on the on this circuit because unfortunately, when um, yeah, when there are these um, these horrific incidents where drivers lose their lives, the frequency of it happening at at Spa relative to other tracks is getting to a stage where it's it feels a bit unacceptable. Um, really, obviously, motorsport is inherently dangerous, but and they've already made changes to um, Aruj Radion. Yet, the inherent dangers of blind crests with very fast cars going, you know, full whack, and then cars crashing and potentially bouncing back onto the racing line. Obviously, in Delano's incident, they shouldn't have sent the race going in the first place because it was absolutely soaking. Yeah, so we will we will see. I I think that ultimately you've got plenty of tracks. It's almost like um you know at the Rebel Ring they have a chicane on the middle of that first kind of straight going up the hill, um specifically for motorbikes because of well I think it was triggered by that incident where Valentino Rossi almost got. Wow, that would have been horrible. Someone came off their bike. He was going through the turn three hairpin super slow and this bike just shot past him. It's in between him and someone else as well. So, you know, they've done something to temper. When you've got super high speeds, then a super slow corner. Um, for bike racing, they have a different layout. Maybe there's, I don't know if there's anything they could do to, to preserve it for certain racing because also the argument is that Aruj Radion is too dangerous for any form of motorsport. So, I mean, the bikes don't race there either. As far as I'm aware, the bikes don't race at Spa because the runoffs aren't enough. I think I, I was chatting to um to some some lads in the queue to get out of the Hungarian Grand Prix actually because the queues are long and they're big bike racing fans and I'm sure they said that yeah the um the bikes don't race around here. Yeah, Lando obviously had his big shunt in Belgium 21 qualifying. Again, obviously, you know, high speed, super wet track. 
you know, again, maybe that session should have been called. I think it should have been called off before that was allowed to happen. But but there you go. So, um, but obviously, a lot of history there. It's it's meant to be. I mean, I'd love to. I'd love to go. I've never been to to Spa. Never been to the Belgian Grand Prix. Um, I'd love to camp. I feel like it's one of them where you, if you camp, you get the the full experience. You know, don't worry, Michael. I'm always late. Um, I have little to no interest in this weekend, to be honest. Well, I, I and I understand where that comes from because it does feel very inevitable that Max Verstappen will win this race, especially given the performance he did last year, starting 14th on the grid. He qualified first by, I think, quite a big margin, um, but took the grid drop. I th- he had some grid drop, whatever. I can't even remember the reason. Um, and then got back to... Didn't he get to the podium positions within 12 laps? Or was it in the lead within 12 laps? I can't remember. But ultimately, Max Verstappen did what Max Verstappen does. Him in this Red Bull, phenomenal. Phenomenal combination. And it really did hammer the point home last year when he came through. Not only beat his teammate, but beat everyone easily, quickly. Very quickly. And uh, yeah, leading within 12 laps. Crazy. Third place in eight laps. Whew. Damn. And could we see that again? I mean, you know what would be interesting to see? Um, the oh, so Max isn't going to be starting 14th though, is he? I mean, it's very unlikely that he'll be starting 14th. So, yeah, it, w- it will be interesting to see maybe what the... Compared to last year and his relative gap to the field, what it will be this year, his relative gap to the field. How different it will be. Because, it, it, you know, a lot of it, if you think Aston Martin have just stayed still when everyone else has gained around them, yet Aston Martin were the closest earlier this year, but then Red Bull also improved their car and it's, that's F1. You know, it's, it's changing all the time. The cars are changing all the time and um, opinions are changing all the time, as they should. As they should. Um, but yeah, Carlos Sainz started pole, but then... Fell back to P3. Checo got P2. Bosh. Another very good day in the office this time last year for Red Bull Racing. Right, let's reflect on the driver's standings as they stand right now. Um, Just thinking like opportunity-wise. Opportunity-wise, you feel like the Williams are going to be in a good place this weekend. Good straight line speed. The Kemmel straight. There's there's two very, very long straight pieces of ribbon tarmac. Spa, which should stand in Williams' favour. Although, actually, um, Spa Francorchamps weather. What, what what's it saying weather wise? Because I'm typing in Spa Francorchamps weather, and it's just rain, 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 rain. <laughs> a bit less rain on Sunday, but I'm just seeing a lot of rain, like the whole weekend. Which um, I mean. I don't mind a bit of rain as long as it's not so much rain that we get what happened in 2021, of course. Especially because they haven't bought the wheel covers. I mean, have we, have we seen the wheel covers? Actually, you know what? Let's, um, uh, let's, let's get a picture of these wheel covers up. Um, oh, no, not those wheel covers. What are they called? Like um, Wheel arches. Where's it? Where's it? Oh, there's a... There is the image. Right, let, 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 let's get this um, anti-spray um, arch up. That, that so apparently, 
I was watching a video, I think it was from the race, and they said that, so hang on, let's just go back to main screen, and let's drag this over, and then, as you can see, so this is, if I go over here, so apparently this was like the first version apparently this is not this is not what we're going to get because i mean you, you look at that massive um underfloor <laughs> diffuser gap that's going to um that's as responsible if not more for the spray than the tires themselves i mean this looks horrific doesn't it um i think this was like a a first revision needs more work needs more more work we'll see um, but I, I do believe this was a first version and it actually didn't end up stopping a lot of the spray. So, yeah, we'll see. I mean, those covers at the bottom, they are, they're like Bode Sears. They're like, they're, they're tire burst. I mean, everyone's going to get punches because everyone's just going to be tripping over these things. So much for open wheel racing. Look, ultimately, it's a point, it's a point what you make there, Aaron, right? Because with open wheel racing, yes, you will inherently have to deal with more spray so are we prepared to have some kind of solution that can make these cars temporarily closed wheel however then that affects brake temperature that affects so much of this these cars design given how often ah oh, it's 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 a tricky one i think covering the wheels is probably not the answer not fully anyway so then it's like, oh, how do you actually find a solution that kind of ticks all the boxes, you know? Exactly, a significant amount comes from the diffuser, so. Yeah. Anyway, back to the drawing board FIA, I think, on that one. Which they which they are, as far as I understand, anyway. I believe they are back to the drawing board with that. <coughs> right, so, anyway. Um, who else? Uh, I mean, Alpine have got to have a good weekend at some point. They, they always seem to have, like, they'll have a couple of stinkers and then they'll have a really strong weekend. So, um, yeah, I think that I think that Alpine are overdue a good weekend. I mean, McLaren are looking quick. Aston Martin straight line speed isn't their strength. Neither is Mercedes. I mean, I think it's looking pretty good for McLaren, maybe. Um, other than that, I've not got too many. I mean, Alfa Romeo would probably be Awful Romeo again. Um, wouldn't be surprised, but my fingers are crossed for Williams. My fingers are crossed for, for Alex and Logan for sure. Constructors-wise, McLaren will probably close that gap up to Ferrari a bit more. I could definitely see McLaren catching Aston Martin. It, it really, the thing is though, it's not static, is it? So the relative gap between all the cars now is not what it will be in, you know, two races, five races, 10 races. So, you know, Aston Martin need to bring upgrades if they want to consolidate P3 for sure. Um, a bit more prize money, a bit more clout. But then if they fall back, they get a bit more ATR time. But then they've got a lot of ATR time at the start of this year, which won't be realised yet. I, I do expect, you know, Aston Martin had a 100% ATR for the first half of this year. So if they can't, you know, bank that and make that count in either ne next year's car or with upgrades later this year, then they've missed an opportunity, right? They've missed an opportunity there. But Alex Podium. 
Albon tops. I mean, look, if 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 any if they could do it any track, I mean, you've got not being funny, you've got Spa this weekend, and then you've got Monza race after next as well. So Williams, it it's looking good for P seven because if they can really bank in those races, and because like I'd expect around, especially Monza, I reckon the Williams is quicker than the Aston. You know, Vegas has got some long straights as well. True, true. Um, Cameron, thank you for the two ninety nine. Tom, can you count down for me? I'm all, what? What do you? I don't know what you're talking about, Cameron. You've confused me there, mate. I'm not gonna lie. Um, but thank you for the donation. I appreciate that. Um, <laughs> right, predictions. Then come on, then. Put the predictions call out last night, and I want your predictions. I've already asked for your predictions. <laughs> Cameron, you were... <laughs> um, I asked for your predictions, and we're going to look at them. We are going to have a look at them. Starting, though, with mine, most importantly, Bosch. Max Verstappen will win this race. Banger drive. Logan Sargent. Because he's in a Williams as well. It's, it's going to come good for... Lo- I reckon points for Logan this weekend. That's, that's my big call. Klinger. Science. Ferrari. More than anything. Banger team. Williams. Klinger team. Ferrari. Um, sorry, Halita. We'll see. We'll see. We will see. He was on pole this time last year. Kind of... Because Max got the drops, um, I, I I see another sketchy sketchy weekend for Carlos Sainz. And yeah, you're right. We do have the sprint as well. We do have the sprint. We do have the sprint this weekend. So things are a little bit different. Qualifying tomorrow, um, sprint on the Saturday, race on the Sunday. So again, looking at the weather report um, tomorrow, Friday, precipitation eighty percent. It's just rain all day. Um, Saturday rain all day Sunday not so much rain but again that's more into the future so that therefore the it's less accurate it's less of an accurate um, reflection and again because it's raining constantly it's going to be pretty waterlogged so I hope the um, the uh, drainage at Spa is uh, is working hard you know not hardly working Joe pole position so yeah if you, is, is anyone going this weekend is any is anyone going this weekend to uh to, to spa? I mean again as much as I say this is one that I'd like to camp at, if it's raining the whole time, then camping in, in the wet is, is a pretty miserable experience. So Gate Nose Relics, nice. Spa is Oscar's favourite track, by the way. Is it? Interesting. Interesting. Rebel racing needs to break at least once this season, right? Yeah, I mean, look, the thing is, right? It's it's just the combination, and, and Red Bull have their Rebel have their operations so nailed down that you would rely on them to not break down and not make mistakes. And you know, other cars have issues, but it's a team sport. It's a team game, and Max is pulling his weight, but the team are pulling theirs as well. Um. But yeah, I, I I don't know what to expect for Ricardo because I just think that AlphaTauri is 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 just pretty 
I mean, the Red Bull's quick in a straight line and it's got the same power unit, but I'm not expecting too much from the AlphaTauris, but it's an important weekend for Yuki because I think I think if Daniel beats Yuki here, then it leaves like the summer break where Daniel's like 2 0 Yuki. That wouldn't feel great for, for Sonoda, you know? He needs to get one over on Daniel this weekend to then make that battle interesting. Um, can't believe Oscar's going to get a podium before Hulk. It's coming. It's coming. It just, he needs to capitalise before Mercedes then bring upgrades, but then Ferrari and Aston Martin and everyone else. Like McLaren, in this moment, McLaren have the second or third quickest car up there with Mercedes for sure. So now they need to capitalise before inevitably other teams upgrade and then come closer to them, you know what I mean? So we'll see. So these are my predictions. So again, Verstappen win, Sergeant Banger, Science Clanger, Banger Williams, Clanger Ferrari. Yours, 1,584 of you voted, 77% of you Verstappen race win. Well done. This is a very, very unpredictable. Uh, 12% Norice, 3% Ocon. I like that. And 2% Perez. Ocon typically goes quite well around um, Spa, I think. I think anyway. Uh, Albon got banger drive, 20% of the vote. Piastri just behind also with 20%, but a few fewer votes. Norris, 19. Ocon, 11. So there's a lot of Ocon prop in, in the uh, poll. I like to see it. Uh, Klanger, Stroll, 18%. Magnussen, 14. Gasly, 14. Gasly's always getting shout out in Klanger, which I think is harsh. Um, Perez 8% Checo please just have good quality just just normal quality just top 5 okay it's coming down slowly I mean P9 wasn't exactly great just top 5 just top 5 in quality okay I'll, I'll take that please um, banger team McLaren big expectation 42% 24% Red Bull 19% Williams I'm surprised that wasn't higher 6% Mercedes. Top five. Jesus, the standards are on the floor. Well, yeah, they are, boss man. Because I'm calling you boss man because that's your actual name, by the way. Um, because this, he has set very low standards in qualifying in the last go. So I'm just looking for a step. That's that's all I'm asking. Just top five, please. Please, Checo. I can't I can't deal with another Checo stinker in quality, man. It's just too sad. Um, Clanger team has 33. Aston 20. 14 Ferrari. 10 Alpha Romeo, all for Romeo. Mercedes is no threat. I'm mean, yeah, yeah. I, I don't expect you know the, the teams I expect to excel here. Obviously, Red Bull excels everywhere. Um, Ferrari's pretty good in a straight line, Mercedes, not so much. Aston Martin, not so much. Um, but Ferrari will find some way to it up and. Then Williams, quick in a straight line. Haas, Alfa Romeo, Alfa Tauri don't strike to me as particularly good in a... I think Alpines are pretty good in a straight line. So, I don't know. I don't know. L Plan... Well, L Plan's on the back burner for now. I think L Plan's on... Um, <laughs> L Plan's on, on sabbatical, you know? L Plan is on sabbatical. That's pretty good on straights, is it? Yeah, I suppose. It's Ferrari engine, I don't know. Um I do I have a I have a go I do have a stream deck. I haven't still haven't set it up yet. I need to do that. Because that would actually be really good for these streams, having all that different sound effects. But I've got a go XLR that allows me to go oh for sake. See? Uh-huh. Um 
not pre-recorded exactly gradient not pre-recorded that would be insane if i predicted your comment wouldn't it um cool 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 okay so that's everything gone through 25 minutes um not going to linger too much but live chat what we got what what what's what's been going on what what is there to talk about that's not been uh covered the sense is tripping me out see it's in your head censoring a live video always gets me well because i i'm a very i'm a very you know i i don't swear on my main channel because because i don't need to you know i don't need to swear um I'm a bit of a potty mouth over on Twitch sometimes, but but there you go. Ah, yes, F1 Academy. So, yeah, the F F1 Academy will have all 10 teams represented from next season, uh, which is interesting. So, I mean, I don't know why it didn't start like that. Seems a bit weird. It, it almost feels like they started F1 Academy before it was ready because we can't really watch it. Um... You know, it's only highlights. The F1 teams weren't involved this season. Um, yeah, I don't know. It's it's It seems like they kind of had the idea and kind of... I feel like they should have waited another year because I think then people would take the, the product a bit more seriously. But I'm interested to see what it will look like for sure. I mean, look, I love racing at all, all different levels, right? I, I, I don't really... Obviously... F1, I, I enjoy the, I probably enjoy the F2 a bit more because I know a bit more about the drivers, but in terms of actually watching the racing, I enjoy the F3 just as much as the F2 and, you know, any kind of open wheel series that, you know, I enjoy the IndyCar just as much as well. So, um, yeah, I'm interested to see that. Interested for sure. Um, started... Because of W Series bankruptcy and stuff, they had to speed it up. Well, maybe, maybe that was, maybe that was part of why um, they seem to kind of jump the gun on it a bit. But I, th I think again, if you're going to do that kind of series, which you know, I support it, I endorse it. I think there's valid criticism of having a um, female-only series because, if, and I'm talking from from female drivers who've spoken on it openly about W Series and that. You know, I understand both sides of the, the coin, but ultimately I do think it does more good than harm overall. That's my opinion. So, yeah, I think, um, again, the coverage coverage is so important. It's important, of course, giving opportunities to these young girls and giving them a shot at racing on the kind of F1 calendar. You know, leading up to that hopefully right but the, the the bigger gain is broadcasting it on the telly so that people watching and sitting at home and watching it are seeing it you know it's it's the visibility that's the big big thing as far as i'm concerned so yeah f4 type cars would have to be big again I, the f3 cars are quite significantly slower than the f2 but I, the water wheel racing is great like water wheel racing regardless is, is exciting so um could Piastri get a win before Norris? I mean, he could. I think, you know, obviously there's been opportunities for Lando where, you know, two P2s, it takes a, a technical issue for Max and, and Lando's getting that win. You know, Lando's doing all he can um, right now. I, th I think, you know, he's, he's more than proven himself, hasn't he? Come on. 
any more Lando's overrated nonsense. I don't want to hear it. Come on, come on, stop playing yourself, as uh, DJ Khaled would say. Um, do, 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 do. Anything else? Anything else? Because, again, Piastri's proven that he's like, given his rookiness as well, given he's had, you know, 11 races in Formula One. I know he's obviously did a lot of testing for Alpine and that, but like, come on. It's been it's been very impressive. I think McLaren, I think McLaren will probably feel somewhat vindicated like that they paid off Ricardo and and this was actually the right decision for them overall. Probably the right decision for Daniel as well. I think ultimately it didn't work at McLaren. They wanted it to work. Daniel wanted it to work, and it didn't work. And this situation where Daniel's kind of got his way back in, I think it's it's kind of worked out for everyone. In the long term, obviously Ricardo wanted McLaren to be the seat, didn't he, to, to to get him to wins? But so that part didn't work out. But given that failed, I think from then on, I think it's kind of worked out for everyone, really, apart from Alpine, I suppose. But that was their own fault. Um, Alex, thank you for the one ninety nine. De Vries sets the Red Bull garage on. For, I don't think he'd do that, Alex. To be honest, but Mercedes have said they would ta- take De Vries back as their uh, simulated development driver, wouldn't they? So, um, so yeah, that... I mean, fair enough. Like, look, Nick's going to have a career in uh, motorsport regardless. He's Formula 2 and Formula E champion. So, he probably won't get back into F1. I can't imagine another team taking a punt on Nick DeVries. But, you know, I mean, Alex Pelot's like a way more exciting option, for example. And he does have the super license points. I really think that kid should be in Formula One. I do. Um, anything? I'm just going through the chat. Is there anything particular? Particular? Yeah, we're doing the last lap. Don't you worry. Um, Viper, we are doing last lap on Sunday. I will be there. Um, Ocon's special helmet looks amazing. It does, actually. Let me find some some pictures. To um, It's very cool. I'm, I, I couldn't... I don't actually remember seeing what like the story behind it is. Um, oh, it's uh, it's based off like it's because sponsored by like a watch company. Um, so it's like a. Let me just. It would just be easier for me to download an image and then pop it on the screen. Bosh, there you go. There's Ocon's helmet for this weekend. A uh, Bell and Ross tribute. You make watches. Oh, that's really smart. Very cool. Bit of me, that. Little bit of me. Well done. Well done, Esteban. I mean, I don't know how much involvement he had in the design, of course, but I like it. I enjoy it. It's a nice watch. Um, Polo will not leave IndyCar for a mediocre F1 team. Yeah, I mean, that's a fair point. That's a fair point. Um, Alonso tyre complaints. Yeah, so Alonso's been suggesting that the... They've been hit by these tyres changing, although the team seems to have kind of gone it like Aston Martin kind of don't seem to agree with that themselves. They've been suggesting more that it's just, you know, their relative gap to Red Bull's the same and everyone else is caught up, which I'm probably more inclined to to agree with. I, I don't know. I don't, I don't know. Ultimately, Fernando knows a lot more than I do and the team... Knows a lot more than I do, but also, you know, 
whenever you whenever the teams are going to be talking about oh like a rule change that's affected performance you always have to take what the teams and the drivers are saying with a pinch of salt because they are um they are they're incentivized to say things that will potentially help their cause that's all you know do you not like the cat bennett i like this cat my woodwood cat it's nice well, basically, yeah, Fernando's suggestion that it's the, the change of the tyre construction that came in for Silverstone has hurt some teams more than others, which yeah, it probably has. I mean, it's it's tight margins in F1 and, and changing anything about the tyre as well, which is the entire contact patch. Um, everything goes, it, ultimately, it's, it's how much performance can you put through the tyre. Um, it probably has to an extent, but to what extent? I don't know. Do I think Andretti will join F1? I hope so, but... Whether they'll get it over the line or not, I do not know because the teams seem to have too much power. Listen to the fans, teams. If you really care, stop thinking about yourselves. Think about the fans because without the fans, who almost all want at least one more team, then come on, come on. I think I think with Aston, like again, they started the season really strong. Um, but it's almost that there's, I guess maybe there was a degree of inevitability for them to take such a big jump up. It was going to take time for them to bring up an upgrade that can bring similar levels of, of increased performance and it's allowed everyone else to kind of catch up to them. So good old days with 23 cars on the grid. Yeah, I, th- I think, you know, I think ideally we get we get a couple of more teams, didn't it? Um, right. I I think I think we're good. We've gone we've gone for thirty four minutes. We've covered everything. There's not too much to talk about for this weekend because we do have a sprint race. We do have qualifying. We do have the full race as well. It's going to be wet. It's Spa, and Max is probably going to win by another big margin. But we'll see. We will see. Vesti to replace K Mag. I mean, Vesti's doing a good job. I think Vesti's kind of yeah. It's looking like it's going to be his. His title in F2, his, his consistency has been mad. Oh, yeah, actually, it is one, yeah. What's um, Max's one pole to finish off? Max's winning margin this Sunday will be um, less than 20 seconds. Will it be 20 to 30 seconds? Will it be 30 to 40 seconds or will it be 40 or more? There you go. <laughs> what are we saying? Get get on the pole. What are we saying? Max Verstappen's winning margin this weekend will be... What? What will it be? Oh, yeah. I forgot their special kick livery, didn't they? We've, they put green flames on the front wing. Ugh. Beautiful livery, ruined. And they've got bloody XQC on it as well. My goodness, what's happened to this sport? XQC on a bloody Alfa Romeo. Come on now. Um, (laughs) There's no he won't win option, by the way. (laughs) All right, 34% of you said 20 to 30 seconds. 24% of you saying 30 to 40. I just feel like... mm, it's up to McLaren to, to keep that, which is mad, isn't it? Imagine saying at the start of this year that 
by round 13, or the 12th race, that it would be up to McLaren to stop Max winning by more than like 40 seconds. To be fair, the Mercedes, no, the Mercedes is, actually, here's another poll as well. I'm not, I'm not into the stream yet. I wanted to ask your opinion on this. Um, who has the quicker overall car package right now? McLaren or Mercedes? Because there's, there's a little bit, there's been a little bit of, you know, bit of sauce knocking about in there between like people. Well, no, no. Lewis saying McLaren's quicker. Lando saying no. Well, Mercedes is quick, and you know, you're you're you've never been round at the back. Blah blah blah. See, I would. So part of the reason Mercedes didn't do as maybe well as they should have, particularly with Lewis, obviously, because George had his incident in qualifying. But still, George still came back from what eighteenth to sixth. Which in a Mercedes, given there's not that massive car, well, there's not a significant car advantage over the rest like there is with the Red Bull, an advantage nonetheless. But I think that I think the Mercedes is a quick car, and they just got a bit wrong, got a bit wrong with their cooling because it was exceptionally hot in Hungary. I, I can attest for that. So I think that I'm not so sure it is McLaren right now. You know. I don't know. I, f I feel like I feel like in Hungary, if Mercedes had hadn't had to, I mean, look, obviously that is their car, right? And it did overheat, and Mercedes have had issues with overheating for a while now, right? But I think if they'd made a couple of different decisions in terms of the heating, in terms of the uh, cooling louvres, then they wouldn't have had to manage the tires so much. Also, if Lewis hadn't kind of bottled the start a bit didn't he if it have at least held on to like p2 then maybe it's a kind of different race but you know what chris you say i didn't watch the mercedes mercedes race recap yesterday but i did i i, I need to watch that actually because I, I usually try and catch them um but i know the race we're talking about that in terms of the, the calling gary gary anderson was was talking about the, the calling issues um but yeah we'll see We'll see. I, I think it's very close. I, I think it's pretty marginal, to be honest. I think it's pretty marginal between the two. If I had to pick one, I'd probably say... Probably say Mercedes. I think if I had to pick one. I think I think in race conditions, I think the Mercedes has just got the edge. But there you go. Right, cool. Okay, I'm going to finish the stream now. Thank you all for coming. Thank you all for taking the time. Don't forget to like the stream. And... Um, oh. I've got some tooth floss here, which is called Pro Formula. You can't see that. You don't see that? No, no, it's just like a big, no, glowing white. Oh, you see it better than that, Pro. Type Pro Formula in, in, in the comments if you're watching After The Facts on YouTube. Then I'll know you've watched till the end. <laughs> it's like I was holding the sun to the screen. Um, enjoy qualifying tomorrow, the sprint, and the race on Sunday. I should also, hopefully, have a video coming out later today. My video from Hungary. Hopefully, I should be able to have it out. It is finished. I just need to get things approved. Um, but yeah, later today, Tomo F1. No, just Tomo channel. Not F1 anymore. I'm just Tomo. That's all I am. Um, thanks again. 
I'll grab Minton. Go on. Some of you have asked for him. He's literally right next to me sleeping. Hello, boy. Hello, sleepy boy. Oh. Oh, and also, I might be on Twitch later as well. I might be on Twitch later. Oh, it's Minton. Hey, boy. That them scratches, didn't you? All right, let's get the ASMR scratching Minton. Good boy. He's so beautiful, isn't he? Look at him. He's so beautiful. I love him so much. <laughs> right. Back to sleep, buddy. Go on. He's um, he's in his bed, but also under Hannah's dressing gown. So, there you go. Thanks again, everyone. Stay safe, be well, be happy. And um, video later today. And post-race live stream will be on Monday. Bye. Buy buy live 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 show tickets as well. Link in top of the live chat and description. Bye. Bye.